Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, and welcome once again to A Sound Heart Radio. I want to give God thanks again for this opportunity to meet with you around his word. And indeed, uh, his word shines as a light in a dark place, or as Peter wrote, a light in a murky place, a murky place. And Peter is there speaking about the cosmos and its character, its nature, and what it intrinsically is. So uh, I thank God for fellowshipping with you, and I'm going to ask that you pray for uh, your brethren throughout the world. I'm going to ask that you pray for Australia the Philippines, India, Russia, Italy, Great Britain, South America, North America. And uh, please pray for Iceland and pray for uh, the Baltic countries and pray for the Philippines and Vietnam and Micronesia. Pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for Spain uh, and pray for India. Pray for your brethren and the outreach that this ministry has. Pray for Africa, the continent of Africa. And so, because we, we all need the word of God and we all prosper through the word. Now, uh, today's message is entitled, Evil Men and Seducers Will Wax Worse and Worse. I'm going to be, be reading uh, from 2 Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to begin at verse 1, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to read down through to verse 14. There are other scriptures that I'm going to bring in because of the times in which we live. So with that, let's have a word of prayer and begin our study. We do thank you, Heavenly Father, for your Son who gave his life for us. Your Son died for us on the cross in 33 AD. He died for our sins, not for his sins, because he is impeccable. He is holy, harmless, 
undefiled and separate from sinners, that he died on our behalf. So we thank you for the substitutionary death of our Savior. We thank you that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Father, we have salvation through his blood, and we do thank you for him. And I offer this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, the thing that I want to ask of you is that uh, there are no unconfessed sins in your lives. It is imperative that you and I Understand First John 1, 9, we must confess to God our sins, not generally, but give God the details about our sins. Now, confess means to agree with God that we have sinned. Okay? Please read all of First John chapter 1. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and make him a liar. And see, there's that word again, deceive. We're going to be looking very carefully at that word. Uh, <clears throat> now, uh, the word in the Greek for deceive uh, has been used to name the planets. Uh, the word literally means to lead astray. And why? They would use this particular word for planets, uh, which have stationary orbits. I do not know. But uh, it means literally to lead straight, to lead off, uh, to lead off course. So we're going to be looking at this word, uh, and we're going to be considering the great deceiver, the devil, and his role uh, in what is going on in the cosmos from Genesis chapter 3 to today <clears throat> until his arrest uh, uh, by God in the book of Revelation. He is, arre he is arrested temporarily, uh, and then he is released once again temporarily, and he's going to lead an assault against uh, the throne of Jesus in Jerusalem. And after that, uh, he is after that uh, assault, uh, aborted assault, because inevitably he loses. But we see the intrinsic nature, uh, nature of the devil that he wants to overthrow God. He wants to overthrow God. And so then at that point, he's going to be cast uh, into uh, the lake of fire, which burns forever and ever. So uh, let us begin our study of Second Timothy chapter three, verse. We're going to begin with verse one. Second Timothy three one. <clears throat> Quote: This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Now uh, I want to stop here because that word perilous. It should. Uh, let's use the word hard. Hard times shall come. And uh, so, uh, verse 2, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. And notice that Paul begins this list. It is not a list, but uh, 
in a way that it is a list. But look at the crowning sin uh, from which all of these other uh, re, uh, negative, uh, horrific realities flow. Now, Paul uh, is speaking about what is going on in the visible church, not the world at large, but what, uh, what behaviors, what activities will characterize the visible church in the last days. Now, having said that, let me say that the last days began uh, at the resurrection of Jesus, okay? the eschatos, uh, the eschaton uh, began in 33 AD after the resurrection. <clears throat> so, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, or literally primary concern for self, selfishness. And notice, uh, Paul writes, for men shall be, uh, the word be, uh, state of being, but state of being verb, uh, so in the Greek it is what we call the future middle. So men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous. Now what is interesting in the Greek is that this word covetous uh, literally means fond of silver, fond of silver. I'm going to leave it at that. Boasters. Uh, you know, uh, be, being high-minded about those things that one does not possess, literally. Uh, proud, uh, one who is above others. Blasphemers. Uh, and so this is to rail against the character or to slander the character of another. Uh, the devil uh, blasphemes God. He slanders the character of God. Or... And, and once again, it needs to stand against the life of another. So this is the devil's attitude toward God. And here, uh, slander means, uh, blasphemy means to stand against, uh, that is to slander the character of God, the essence of God, the being of God. And it also means to slander one's neighbor, to slander one's neighbor and uh, to pass judgment or to literally to pass sentence on one's neighbor. And James writes that there is one, jo one judge, and he stands at the door. But we are not to in engage in censorious judging, that is, in passing sentence on another. And uh, I've watched longitudinally what happens to individuals who freely... Uh, and without reservation or hesitation, pass sentence on the character of another, I watch them and what happens to their lives. And these persons literally melt. They disintegrate from within. They literally melt. They, or they, more, or they dissolve from within. Because Jesus says the judgment you meet is the judgment you get. That is, the judgment you give another is the judgment you receive. And so they don't hear that part. And what they really don't understand is that in the Old Testament, uh, 
sin carries its own consequences. And there are certain Hebrew words uh, in the suffix that bespeaks what will happen uh, or eventuate uh, when an individual engages in a particular act, whether good or bad. Okay? So I'm going to stop there. Uh, so disobedient to parents, that is uh, self-explanatory, dis, and no, notice that prefix and what it means. Uh, unthankful, I see a lot of that today. Unthankful, unthankfulness. Uh, unholy, now that word literally is wicked, wicked. Without natural affection, please read Romans one three one. And it literally means no family love, no family love. Truth breakers. And so that these people are irreconcilable. The word here literally means to be at war. They're at war with themselves and others. Irreconcilable. Truth breakers. Uh, false accusers. Uh, interesting word, diabolos. Diabolos. Incontinent, powerless. No self-control. Fierce, the word here means savage. Savage. Now, he's talking about the visible church. Despisers of those that are good, or despisers of the good. Uh, in the last days, uh, society, its values, its mores, its beliefs, its ethos will be upside down, inside out. So the word God is giving us and telling us what the last days will be, future metal, hard times. Uh, traitors, and uh, that word literally means surrender. Traitors, traitors to the faith. Well, traitors to God, traitors to self, tra- traitors to the community. Traitors. It literally means surrender. It literally means surrender. Traitor. Petty, that is, uh, it means rash, rash, and then you have high-minded. Uh, and here the word means smoke, uh, uh, and, and it symbolizes pride. You see, pridefulness, pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Lovers of pleasure, it literally means here, fond of pleasures. Uh, plural, more than lovers of God. This is the visible church. They 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 idolatrize idolatrize their pleasures, and we know that idolatry is demon energized. Be careful. Be careful. In the devil's world, verse five, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away, literally uh, avoid. Uh, so uh, Morphe, having an outward form of godliness, they, that is, they have the external form of the Christian life with no inner power. It is mere appearance. Uh, it is the, the mask of pious conduct. This is really... Uh, a very scorching, 
statement. Uh, but Paul knows what, what will happen in the last days. And I want you to see how this leads into uh, the book of Revelation and the church of Laodicea, where the Lord stands at the door knocking for entrance. You know, and so, uh, but denying the power thereof, and that word denying is in uh, the perfect tense. It means to reject. It means to refuse. And so please read First Timothy 4, 8. The power, the inherent power of godliness. They have a form of godliness. They seem God, godly, but there's nothing there. There's nothing there. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive uh, silly women laden with sins. That word laden means to keep up. Led away by divers' lust. Now, uh, the Greek doesn't read silly women. It reads little women. Women of little character. Women of little character. Ever learning and never able to come to the epinosis of the truth. That is, uh, the complete the full knowledge of Christ. You see what, what is law? So I'm leading up to the verse, uh, that, uh, this, these verses leading to our subject today. So epinosis means full or complete knowledge of Christ. As, a, as the believer grows up in the Lord, as he grows up in Christ, uh, he will have epinosis. Peter enjoys us to grow in grace grow up in grace and in the epinosis of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, we know that this is imperative. Think of where we live. Think of what's going on. Now, we hear that, uh, uh, that Russia is not going to be supplying grain to the world uh, anymore. Uh, we heard a few weeks ago that Russia is not going to be providing uh, the fertilizers necessary for growing food anymore. Uh, we hear that gas prices are going to go up again. Food prices are going to go up again. <clears throat> I was in the store yesterday, and I saw one packaged uh, so-called organically grown chicken was $17, one Chicken, seventeen dollars. What does that tell me? It tells me that inflation, inflation is racing, and uh, that the fiat currency that we have, uh, it takes more the fiat Federal Reserve notes uh, to buy one chicken. One chicken. Uh, verse eight. Now, as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses. So uh, we read these names uh, not in the book of Exodus, but in what was called the, the Targum of Jonathan. And this is on Exodus 7:11. So we have the names of these two wizards, these two uh, uh, wizards, that, wizards that withstood Moses or opposed Moses. So do these also resist the truth Men of corrupt mind, reprobate concerning the faith. What does it mean to be reprobate? It means to be rejected. Uh, they have rejected 
uh, their uh, their faith in Christ. And so they're reprobate. Uh, it also means a mind that has been rejected of God or a mind void of results. This is very serious. The rejection of Christ uh, has consequences that people don't realize. And I say that because uh, they think they can cavalierly uh, denigrate, deride, uh, make light of the person of Jesus. Uh, They can make light of the faith without consequences. Here again, here's that slander. Here's their self-deception. They believe that Nothing is going to happen, but but God rejects their minds. God rejects them. And so uh, he sovereignly gives them minds void of results, and you see it in their lives. They are ineffectual and ineffective. Uh, the, The manliness and the maleness is gone. It is not in them at all. And so they have, and because they're so self-deceived, they have no idea what has, uh, God has sovereignly done. And when I see such male uh, masks, I see what is left over. I don't see anything. I just take wisdom uh, from what I am observing. Uh, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be made manifest unto all, as theirs was also. Yeah, and that's another thing. God exposes them to the light. So for all to see. And that's why I don't play with God, because God God exposes them. What is done in the darkness will be revealed in the light. And here again is, a, a uh, here is self-deception, believing that one, uh, well, no one's going to ever find this out. That is a form of self-deception. The Bible tells me in the book of Revelation that before the great white throne judgment, uh, where the dead stood and the books were opened and the dead were judged uh, from those things that were written therein. The great white throne judgment is not for trial. The great white throne judgment is for sentencing only. Sentencing only. Peter writes that God knows how to hold the ungodly uh, in, uh, in consequences without results. So, uh, well, I'm having bad luck. I had a bad day. I have bad luck. And, you know, I, I look at these people who think they can blaspheme God and others, and I see that God is holding them in prison. And Peter writes about this, how God is holding them uh, in lives without results. Man, it is amazing. And I know they don't know the word God. And I know they don't know where to look uh, to find out what I'm talking about. And if they read it, they wouldn't get it. And so God, God exposes to the light of day uh, 
the sinfulness of sin and what people do. But thou, verse 10, has fully known my doctrine. And I love, and, and notice the way Paul does this out, uh, uh, lays this out. Uh, you have fully known my doctrine. And he's speaking to Timothy, of course. Uh, manner of life. So Paul led a spirit-filled life. 1 Timothy 4, 15 and 16, Ephesians 5, 8. The spirit-filled life. The spiritual life. Purpose. That is my resolve, my resign, my so uh, my faith, my long-suffering, my love, my patience, persecutions and afflictions which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium and Lystra, Acts 14, 19, uh, what persecutions I endured. Uh, and here the word endured means to bear from underneath. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. See, this man, uh, this man's heart fully belongs to God. If, and then he goes on. Yea, verse 12, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Now, in the Greek, this idea of persecution means shall be hunted as wild beast. That's the sense of the Greek, to be hunted as wild beast. All that will live godly. For literally, those who desire to live godly shall be hunted as wild beasts. So, and that is in the future perfect. You are blessed if you are in Christ. You are blessed. You are eternally blessed. And you are, you are blessed positionally. And if you are living uh, the Christ-centered, godly life, you're going to be blessed temporally for your faithfulness. God blesses our faithfulness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. God will bless you in ways you cannot fathom. And you know why he will do that? Because you know that how God has led, led you and blessed you, you know that this is not of you, not of you, that it all belongs to God. You are a steward, so you are faithful and you want to be faithful to all that God has given you and put into your care, uh, he that is faithful in little will be faithful in much. So the reason why God can't bless a lot of saints with what they ask for is because spiritually they're not ready. If God will bless people with what they ask for a lot of times, they will go out of their mind. They will not be blessed. It will destroy them because they don't know how to spiritually handle certain divine blessings. And so if you are immature, it's not going to happen. It won't happen. 
God is not going to partner with your self-destructive tendencies. If you decide to grow up in Christ, then you will see different things happen for you. Amen. Now, uh, verse 13, quote, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, unquote. So this is a, this is a powerful chapter, Second Timothy chapter 3. It is, it is deep. Uh, and so, but evil men, panoroi, they anthropoi. So these are people who are not only evil within themselves, but seek to do menace and harm to others. They seek to menace and harm others. Heikos are people who are uh, inherently evil, but they are not malicious. This word, uh, panoroi, means those who are malicious. Uh, they are mischievous. They delight to do harm to others. Now, in your world, you have been, you have, maybe you were raised in the world where, well, this is the unthinkable. And why would someone be like that? And I'm not like that. Well, this is a, this is a, not about projection. This is not about what how you were raised. It is objective truth, and what the Bible tells you uh, about evil men and what they are like. But evil men, and this word is anthropoi. It refers to evil men and women. Gune refers to women, and uh, then you have uh, 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 andres. That refers to males, but anthropoi refers to, it is, it, I'm not going to say gender inclusive, it refers to male, uh, to, it refers to men and women, okay? So, but evil men and seducers, uh, this word literally means, means wizards, those who cast spells. Notice the language, and Paul is talking about the last days. Now, you and I don't know many of the technologies that are involved in our pollution. I'm learning more and more and more about food terrorism. Food terrorism and how what is built into foods and synthetic foods and what is designed to destroy the cardiovascular system, the vascular system, uh, the fake foods that are designed to destroy the, uh, the lymphatic system, uh, and the foods that are designed to destroy the liver, the pancreas, uh, foods that are designed to shut down the brain, the reticular activating system, uh, just these foods and these chemicals and these dyes and these microbes uh, that are harnessed together in order to pollute and to degenerate and to destroy. Food, hence food 
terrorism. So, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. That means uh, it's very interesting here. It means to cut forward to the end. To cut forward to the end. So the language is interesting. Uh, so uh, deceiving and being deceived. So again, the character of the cosmic system is brought out in the passage, deceiving and being deceived. Now, uh, we know that through their movies, through their so-called TV shows, through their music, uh, their advertisements, all this, you know, is programming. They're programming the brain. They're programming people. Uh, and so uh, they tell you what they're going to do, uh, both now and in the future, through their so-called movies, their entertainment. Um, so they tell you where they're going and what they hope to do. The CDC uh, released information uh, about uh concerning the zombie apocalypse. The Centers for Disease Control issued information about the zombie apocalypse. Now, uh, I'm telling you what these agencies do, these three-letter agencies. Um, so uh, there's a book uh, by, by Herbert Marcuse called One Dimensional Man. Now, if you go and read this old book, uh, it's going to take you some effort and energy. But I found in my own experience that the harder I work, the luckier I get. And if you spend some time reading this book, One Dimensional Man by Herbert Marcuse, you're going to learn a lot about these three-letter agencies and how people today uh, are manipulated. Uh, so, oh, some say nudge into where they want to go. These are false shepherds moving the sheep, and they get the sheep to co-partner with them in their own destruction. They get the sheep to consent to their own misery and their own destruction. They design the destruction of the sheep, and the sheep goes along with the programming to their own destruction. They are false shepherds. The devil comes to what? He seeks to kill, steal, and destroy evil men and seducers. Now notice, this word refers to wizards, their technologies, their phone, uh, their so-called cell phones, and now, you know, with the touch screen, touch the screen, uh, the, the radiation that comes through this thing, uh, you don't know how this stuff interacts with your own molecules, your own energy fields. You don't know. They won't tell you. So they went from the keyboard, the large keyboard, to the small keyboard on phones, and you see how they move people along? And so now, instead of touching a keyboard at the bottom of a so-called cell phone, now you touch the screen directly. You don't know what chemicals have been used, what's built into the glass, what radiation is coming at you. 
do 5G technology through this stuff? You don't know. And so these, uh, these energy, these negative energy fields are creating uh, something different within the hearts of people. So people don't know. You, as a child of God, have an opportunity through the word of God to know and see the light and to live a different life, to have different values, and to stop looking at the world, thinking that the world is going to give you something, and the world is not going to give you anything, uh, but what? But misery and destruction. So this is what Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 11. I'm going to start at verse 1. Oh, uh, that you would bear with me in a little folly. And indeed, you do bear with me. For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. I love the language because he is, he, this is written to the church at Corinth. And if you read 1 Corinthians, they have some serious problems in this church. Verse 3. But I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craft, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. This is what I want you to get. I don't want your minds to be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. And notice he said your minds. The battle in these days are for what? The mind. The mind. They want your reasoning skills. They, they want your will. Okay? They want your will to bend to their desires. They want your will to bow the knee to them. And so they will enforce uh, mandates on you. They will tell you to wear a cloth over your face uh, as a protection from the environment, and you don't realize that God cleans the air. You don't realize that trees breathe out oxygen, and our exhalations are breathed in by trees and the plankton in the ocean, and so God takes care of us. uh, respiration to respiration, you, you get rid of certain bacteria that the body no longer needs. Because why? There are gases that the body expels that it no longer uses. And so uh, the air is a transport system, as blood is a transport system of the body. You, God designed you to interact with the environment. And notice in Genesis, God did not create Adam and his wife and put a cloth over their faces. That is a sign of servitude. It is a sign of enslavement. And you see why they remove history out of their their indoctrination centers because they don't want you to know what these coverings mean. These are symbols of servitude, of complicity, of compliance. They want your, your, it is a symbol that your will bows, has bowed the knee 
to their derived authority. Now you see how they felt about the subversive nature of the public ministry of Jesus because he did not go along with Roman law, but notice he didn't break the law. He was not a lawbreaker. He knew right. He knew wrong. Jesus is the truth. The power that Rome had, the Pax Romana, was derived from Jesus Christ. The power that the Pharisees had was derived from the law, from Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ gave Moses the law on Mount Sinai. Jesus Christ wrote down the law. He is the law. He fulfilled the law. But the concept that governments do not have or do not understand is it's more than a concept. It is a way of being. Righteousness. Righteousness. Governments do not function from the ethos of righteousness. But God does. Now, God willing on Wednesday when we meet again, I'm going to I'm going to go into this discussion more on deception. Evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. See, you can't deceive others without deceiving yourself oneself first. They can make the leap to believe that, okay, I stand outside of the deception that I am keeping up on others. No, you don't. No. No. See, you're, see sin clings to people. The only thing that washes away sin, the, the only reality that washes away sin is the blood of Christ. When you sin against others, your sin doesn't disappear. That, your sin is right there, present tense. You don't, in other words, you don't escape what you have designed for others. The pit, the one who digs a pit for another, we read in the Proverbs, will himself fall into that same pit. See, it is, uh, what, it's, a type of schizophrenia to think that I can sin against another and not uh, and be absolved of what I have done. But think when you sin against another, you create ruin in your own soul. I'm talking to believers. I'm talking to the believing community. If that is your modus operandi, as a counselor, as a pastor, as a Bible teacher. You better let it go now because God is watching and God is looking. I, as the Lord, run to and fro throughout the earth to holding the good and the evil. This is not a game. This is real. Don't play with God because the divine warrior has never lost a battle. He has never lost an engagement. He's never lost a war. 
You don't want to get in the ring with God. You don't want to fight with God. It is always a losing proposition. God published what will happen uh, in the Valley of Megiddo at Armageddon for all history to see that no one is going to stop him or dissuade him from uh, uh, receiving title deed to the earth once again. Read the book of Revelation, and what the, one of the first things God does is to receive title deed to the earth again. The kingdoms of this world will become the king, uh, will, will belong to our Lord Jesus Christ. He will receive the title deed to the earth. It all belongs to him because of his resurrection. God bless you. Take care and pray for your brethren throughout the world. Good morning. My name is Dr. Josiah, and God bless you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.